Welcome, welcome to episode two of Rooftop Rump- Mumble. <laughs> nothing, nothing like knowing your own podcast. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna get it tattooed on my chest, and then I was like, "Is it Rumble or is it Mumble?" <laughs> I can't remember. I can't believe it. <laughs> I that was the other thing I was gonna get tattooed on my chest is I can't believe it. Uh, but yeah, episode two, a few days early. Figured. Well, I thought we were still gonna post this on Sunday. Oh, we can. Yeah, just kind of stick with us. Yeah, it's Sunday when this comes out. Definitely. Yeah, it's for sure Sunday. And yep. we did this on Sunday. And we know the future. So remember last time when we invented the medium of podcasts? Turns out a lot of people have had similar ideas. And it's actually like a booming industry. It's taken off, really. I wouldn't say booming, but it's an industry. Yeah. Yeah. Some say there's titans in it. Others say there's just people in it. Just depends. <laughs> yep. So like... <laughs> <laughs> this is off to a riveting start yeah absolutely okay. do you want to so travis what's the first segment of the show um it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, no aquaman answers. 2 it's scuttlebutt is scuttlebutt. Well, scuttlebutt is the segment yes. yes aquaman 2 is not the segment that is a topic in the segment though that is the topic on this bulleted list here so yeah aquaman 2 uh i think one of the writers for the first movie did an interview with some shit magazine and was like yeah we're working on aquaman 2 because it made because hey aquaman is dc's highest grossing film of all time that pisses me off so much (laughs) it makes me so mad i i did okay i watched part of the aquaman one whatever they wanted to call it i just watched aquaman it's i didn't like it i think it's totally serviceable i think it's what hey hot take it's better than batman vs superman it's better than suicide squad I dare almost say it's better than Man of Steel. I would say that Justice League is the best out of every single one. I would hit you in the throat <laughs> with a brick if you say that with any note of seriousness in your voice at all. Uh, but yeah, he was talking about how they're working on the second one, and they're also working on the Trench spinoff. Now, for those of you unfamiliar, or you've seen Aquaman but forgotten, like everyone, the Trench were those weird, gross fish monsters that chase him and amber heard i don't remember the character's name mara mira mira mirror i say mara yeah the one that hit johnny depp uh that's the one they they chase and they jump off the boat with the flare cut a chunk like off of his thumb real scary yeah so does anybody actually want that movie because i could not I, give i can't give a shit i barely want aquaman too i know I, a lot of people liked it but i want aquaman too only if he loses his hand and yeah they, and they have a kid and black mana kills this kid that would be that's the one movie i want that would upgrade that don't give me the weird magic water hand yeah just give me the hook hand right that's all i want out of aquaman 2 and trench how are you gonna make a how are you gonna yeah. write and make a movie about teenage mutant ninja turtle <laughs> about <laughs> subplot of aquaman the trench before we get a good superman movie green lantern because they're clearly not concerned about like their major properties or just like we're gonna throw stuff out and just see what sticks to the wall yeah you know and i think it's also maybe a passion project of james wan who directed aquaman because he's a big horror director yeah he started the insidious franchise or not wasn't it no the conjuring excuse right. me another will i Patrick trust Wilson. that he'll make a good movie is it necessary is the question i like there are some spinoffs that sound interesting 
there was a rumor of the Blackhawks spinoff, which is the group, the like fighter pilot group. Yeah. That kind of has a cameo in Wonder Woman. And I was like, that sounds kind of cool. Maybe set it during World War II. Well, because it's a major property, just a lesser known major yeah, property. Yeah, it used to be major, it used to be a big property for DC back in the day, but the, the Trench, I don't even know if they've had their own run. Yeah. I think maybe, if anything, it's a James Wan passion project. And because it made a billion dollars, DC was like, yeah, you can do that. You can do whatever you want. And it's going to make no money. Yeah, I'm not excited for it at all. But then, the second piece of Scuttlebutt is, oh no, Justice League Mortal. Yes, Justice League Mortal. Um, I saw some of the concept art. I saw some of the leaked images. I say leaked. I mean... Yeah, at this point, people are just putting them online because yeah. it's been 13 years. What are they going to do? Tell us we can't yeah. have it up there? Yeah. So, for those of you not in the know, Justice League Mortal is a live action. Well, at one point, it was going to be a completely 3, 3D CG animated movie. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but then it was going to be a live action Justice League movie that was going to come out in 2007. Okay, I was about to say 2007, Yeah, 2007. And then some tax codes changed in Australia, and they were about to go into production, and then they just didn't. It got canceled, like, a day before, a few days before production was set to begin. Uh, we're going to do an episode on canceled comic book movies. Yeah, I feel like I that's a topic should. we need to cover. Mm-hmm. I say need. None of this matters. This is all bullshit. Yeah, we're just talking. We're, yeah, we're going to do this anyways. We figured we'd report it for some dumb reason (laughs) but uh some concept art came out a lot of art has been released in the past the plot the Mm -hmm. script is kind of out there it's it looks good it looks cool it's got uh i like the design for batman i'm kind of iffy on the design for superman for those of you who haven't seen the images superman's suit is really like spandexy looking yeah and it's kind of it kind of looks dorky in my opinion, it but does. they could make it work. So, yeah, some of the concept art, the concept art looks better than the actual images, obviously, because it's art and you can just kind of, you can just kind of make it look however you want. But some, I think the one image that everyone's seen, it was kind of, it was like a fitting, like con- mm-hmm. famously common was cast as John Stewart Green Lantern and in the, in the shot with the whole cast and they're doing the fitting. It's not common in the Green Lantern suit. It's just some dude, some some, some, some white guy, yeah. some guy named Gary. They're like, hey, Gary, what are your measurements? Hey, get in this suit. We got to see it next to all the others. So I, I think in the final version, it might have looked better. But at, as far as that, first of all, the image itself is in like 340p. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a Minecraft texture. But yeah, this, this it doesn't look good the way it is. Flash uh, looks good. The, the spandex fl- works for him, considering you know he's a runner. Yeah, uh, <laughs> tell Ezra Miller he's... that. You what? Tell Ezra Miller that he's a yeah. runner, <laughs> not an ice skater. It um, no, I th- I think it looks good. Uh, unfortunately, it's a movie that we'll never ever be able to see. Yep. But you said it was from the director of Mad Max. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, George Miller. George Miller, who I believe is an Australian director, famous for the mad max franchise and uh babe pig in the city wow his, his biggest action movie. yeah his the greatest action film of all time babe Two: pig in the city uh but yeah that was uh it all looks cool but we'll never know yeah um but we'll cover it more in another episode i really want to talk about it because it's there's a lot to it that's interesting mm-hmm. and i think a movie like because Everyone kind of looks to Avengers as kind of the big 
team up movie. Yeah. But this would have come out if it had been made five years prior to before, maybe four, depending on editing. And Do you how think long it... things would have been different for DC had they followed through this movie? See, because that's if you look at Marvel's track record. Avengers was the thing that actually really got me into comic book movies. And then I kind of grew my whole, you know, comics library and everything yeah. out. So I, th I think it would have, if it was good, I think it would have put DC where Marvel is now mm. if they had continued from it. But I think it's also interesting to look at it from the perspective of Batman Begins came out 2005. Yeah. Superman Returns came out 2006. Dark Knight was coming out 2008. Mm. And they didn't have Christian Bale as Batman. They had Army Hammer. People would have been confused. I think that's another thing. Is I, I think they tried to get Christian Bale and I think they tried to get Brandon Routh. But I think Nolan said no. Mm -hmm. He didn't want his movies connected to that. For good reason. Yeah. And I don't know why Ralph wasn't in it. Maybe, well, Superman Returns had already been out and I think wasn't as big as of us. He was too busy with Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> he was, was too it. busy for that show that wouldn't be in development for <laughs> four or five years or whatever. <laughs> but I think maybe Superman Returns wasn't the success they wanted. Also, that, that movie sits in a weird place because it's yeah. also the Christopher Reeve universe, but also isn't. And... Uh, yeah, I haven't chosen to mess with that one yeah, too much. That, so I think it would have been interesting to see how audiences would have handled two separate Batman and Superman actors at the same time, as well as a big team movie mm -hmm. before big team movies were a thing. I think it's doable, and I'm probably going to reference this every podcast. I'm going to go ahead and pull from the new Joker movie, too, because they did such a good job of making sure that he was separate from, I guess, their current, which is no longer current jared leto joker yeah and i think audiences now understand that there's different versions of characters yeah and you can have i look at into the spider-verse yeah it was a huge hit because people aren't what which one's the real spider-man why yeah. is Spy why is nicholas cage spider-man but also john Mulaney is a pig the way they did that movie too because it's animated you know what i mean well, so it's, it's a little bit another, easier to just yeah. throw everyone in there and yeah. say this is what's going on we're gonna go ahead and tell a story yeah but i think at the time it would have been interesting to see Mm -hmm. Not only the movie itself, but how people took it as, well, which, who, who's, hey, top 10 reasons why uh, Army Hammer's Batman is better than Christian Bale's, watch, watch Mojo, <laughs> welcome to a Watch Mojo video that we put out every day, that's, the same thing, it's okay content, <laughs> but, uh, following Justice League Mortal is Rosario, am I, I'm gonna get her name wrong, No, Rosario I, Dawson, yeah, Rosario Dawson, as Ashoka Tano? Ahsoka Tano. Ahso there you go. Words I, are hard. Travis, words are pretty hard. Travis, you're going to say some words, and the Star Wars community, as forgiving as they are, is going to get real mad at you. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I like Mandalorian, but that's as far as it goes, I think. I'll handle this one. Yeah. Now, Star Wars fans, I know you're out there, and I know you're a loving, welcoming bunch, and you love stuff that is just kind of different. Go, God forbid! Star Wars be the same movie since the 1980s and 70s. God forbid anyone do anything fucking different. No, but I think most of the fans are happy about this. Mm -hmm. uh, she fits the part, at least from what I've seen the character actually look like yeah. on screen. So, uh, And I think it's still a rumor, but it was reported by some pretty reliable... I think maybe Variety picked it up or something like Variety's mm -hmm. most of the time pretty I like on. her a lot. Yeah. I like the actress. I think she's... She's got the chops for it. She's good in everything um, she's in. She was like, good in Daredevil. Yeah, like I remember we talked her being about, in that. Yeah, last week she's good she's in all the... She's also the Punisher. That's how yeah. they kind of connected those Claire... two. 
something. I don't remember. She was maybe the night nurse was uh, the character's she, name? Yeah, she was a Temple. nurse. Temple. Claire Temple. I was just going to call her Claire and then Dawson because... Yeah, Claire Dawson. That would <laughs> suck. But yeah, so it's a character that was in uh, Clone the Clone Wars TV show, which mm-hmm. I've seen a few episodes of. I like the character. I think... I think she had the trajectory of she started out as this kind of wimpy, whiny Padawan side Padawan character, but now she's like a fan favorite. Yeah, she's even in uh, Rise of Skywalker. She's one of the voices Ray hears when she spoiler yeah. alert fights the Emperor. If you haven't seen that movie, you're not a big enough fan. Yeah, you're not a real Star Wars fan. Only real Said Star Wars me. fans complain about how they're not gonna go see it and then go see it so they can cl- complain about it some more. Yeah, so you're not a real fan if you don't do that. But I think most people are happy about this. Uh, Seems I do like a good fit. Yeah, I think she's a good fit. Um, I think she'll fit pretty well with. Uh, I can't even think of the actor's name. Pedro Pascal. There you go. There you go. Uh, I think she'll fit pretty well with him, and I I'd like to see the chemistry between her and him on screen. Yeah. Uh, I, looks good. Yeah. My my favorite thing, or one of my favorite episodes of the probably not the best episode, but is when he trains that village to yeah. fight those raiders or it's whatever like episode two or three no that's three three or four i think it's four yeah yeah because it's after they flee that one planet with all yeah. the bounty hunters yeah but uh i think i like that episode a lot because it forces him to interact with people mm-hmm. and that seems like one of his least favorite things to do <laughs> so he's just kind of people. out of his element the yeah. entire time i like it when characters are uncomfortable <laughs> so i i think they'll have good chemistry but speaking of pedro pascal that brings us to our next topic Wonder Woman. 84. He's, he's in Wonder Woman as the Maxwell Lord, which ties back to Just League Mortal. Cause he was, looks so weird. He does look weird. <laughs> I think he's supposed to be like a Trump businessman parody type. Which which is that character, Maxwell yeah. Lord in the comics. He's not he's not a Trump parody, but he is a sleazy eighties businessman. It's just weird for me to see Pedro Pascal go from something like Mandalorian to this like upscale executive type of it's figure. Weird for me to see him go from getting his head crushed like a melon in game of thrones to being blonde and really tan and shiny spoiler alert i haven't seen it oh, even though it's been well, out forever hey sucks <laughs> no the show's <laughs> great except for the last season uh it's so weird that show it was the best most talked about show for like five or six years i didn't watch it until like a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and i kind of burned through all the seasons and like a lot of people i was waiting for the last season and it went from being like one of the best reviewed, most talked about, just great shows of all time to, and they ruined all the goodwill towards it with like four episodes. Yeah. Isn't well, that insane? It seems to me, again, I, I didn't watch any of it, but I know everyone seemed really disappointed. It seemed like there was a lot of plot lines that started that never ended. Uh, well, it's like they didn't decide to give proper closure for a lot yeah, of the things that happened. There was, there's like one storyline that wraps up super well i yeah. won't give away what it is but if you if you watched the show you probably can guess what it is between a couple of brothers a couple of bros but i won't spoil what it is uh but yeah so speaking of wonder woman 84 and pedro pascal and all that there's a rumor that wonder woman 84 was gonna go straight to streaming services home release yeah either i definitely was on gonna, demand yeah like, that. like pay Thirty or forty bucks or whatever, and get a copy or have it for twenty four hours or something. It was gonna go to home release in mm-hmm. some capacity because I don't know if you I don't know if you didn't listen last week or you haven't you've been under a rock, but yeah, 
the coronavirus ruins everything we're in a pandemic right now everything's canceled and they pushed the release again i think it's in may now i heard may yeah i think it went from august to may which isn't a huge bump but i think yeah there's there's a good chance they could still make a whole lot of money off of this movie if they do it right so just release it on like a streaming or not even a streaming service release it like on demand but instead of charging like 20 or 30 bucks, whatever, charge your normal price of a movie ticket. I don't know. I and feel like they'll lose a lot of money like that. You think so? I Well, I, I think I'm as just... soon as one person buys it, it goes up on the internet and people just steal it. Oh, yeah. I think if if they, because I don't remember how much the last, the first one made, but it made a pretty good chunk of change. It yeah. was well received for it the most part. It was a great movie, yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, I think if they just wait and once this whole thing hopefully blows over soon, if it's one of the first movies that people are able to rush out and go see, mm-hmm. I think it'll make a fuck ton of money. People are going to be wanting to do stuff right after yeah. we get out of this whole well, thing. Well, it's, it's either people are going to rush out to go do stuff or people are still going to be kind of scared and, and wait. stay indoors. But even then, if you plan your release right, you could still make a fuck ton of money. I yeah. think it'll, if they just, I think it, it, it's, they've denied that it's coming to video on demand. I think, but I'd like to see it on a streaming service yeah i think that'd be kind of nice to be able to watch it from home it's something that although they put a fuckload of money into it feels like they're trying to level with everyone who's kind of scared throughout this whole thing yeah. so uh th- that'd definitely be good for like pr and stuff yeah i think same thing with black widow there's conversations of that going to disney plus mm-hmm. or they're pushing it it's been delayed uh can i be like- honest i didn't think black widow was going to make that much money anyway i think it could have made a lot of money i think it would make if not a billion close to a billion we're gonna we're gonna be perceived as sexist after a while because i noticed like (laughs) i I like the black widow character the only reason i'm not crazy excited about this movie is it's kind of a prequel still or an in-between quote she's dead but let's go ahead and make another movie (laughs) yeah if she if it was her in space having Mm -hmm. to make her way back to earth yeah that would be the coolest fucking movie i'd probably ever see but Eh. it's not that david harbour character looks cool i like david harbour florence Pugh's character looks cool looks very good her white winter snow the, the outfit looks, looks cool. great yeah the I, action and, looks taskmaster looks and i actually don't hate scarlett johansson i think she's really good aside from like the stupid things she says she and, says some dumb things yeah. sometimes but she's good in those movies yeah and she's, she's good and, and if, really she, if she respects the role then like yeah, whatever i think she's great in those roles it's just the the setting and like the time i say time period the time period of the movie is what makes me go eh yeah take it or leave it like, it's there yeah uh but after that speaking of released images and whatnot uh the boys season two images that is something i'm really really excited i'm also for. very excited for the boys season um, two i i went ahead and did a little bit of research on that one go, uh, take the lead black on noir one. is gonna get his moment in Ooh. this season uh i don't know if you're familiar with the comics at all but apparently he's like a machine in this season so i can only imagine a couple things that happen uh we won't spoil it if you're planning to watch it and you didn't read the comics if you haven't watched the boys season one it's an amazon prime original it's an amazon prime original it's great it's a great great show it's fantastic if and hey even if you don't like superheroes all the more reason to watch it right yeah because the it's, whole thing is about people hating superheroes. It's written by a comic book writer who hates superheroes. I can't remember if it's... I think it's Garth Ennis is his name. Uh, I don't have his name. It's either Garth Ennis or Warren Ellis. It's one of those two guys with a very similar name. All I know is 
I think it's hilarious that for someone who hated superheroes so much, made one of the greatest like superhero yeah. comics yeah. ever. But if you haven't watched it, go watch it. We won't spoil what happens in the show. But mm-hmm. if you have seen it, you should be very excited for season two because yeah. I think it was it's spot on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of things that are not spot on, Evangeline Lilly was uh, stupid. Ant Man and the Wasp fame. She plays the Wasp, the younger Wasp. Uh, now. I've never fit a whole foot in my mouth. I've stuck a couple toes in, but she went for the full. She went full regalia. She she went foot and like leg and all. She yeah. got the whole calf in there. She got two subway feet in her mouth. <laughs> uh, she said, "I don't have the exact quote here, but it was something along the lines of, I'm a dumb celebrity. I don't give a shit about the coronavirus. You can't stop me from expressing uh, well, my freedoms or using my first." She essentially downplayed the whole thing and was like, I'm going to continue to do whatever the fuck I want. I'll, I'll try and find the quote uh, to read verbatim, but in the meantime, I will say it's kind of absurd that like, because I know something happened with Vanessa Hudgens as well over the weekend. Yes. And it's absurd that they don't, I know the reason why they're not aware of all of this and like they're not thinking with their head. It's because they haven't really had to face something like this before. And when you're in a position of wealth, None of that really matters to you because you're just going to go about your own day. You can stay at home and have no worries. You're in a mansion. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think that a lot of these uh, Hollywood actors should state perspectives or opinions because we don't really know a whole lot about this virus, arguably. I mean, we're doing research and stuff, but yeah. they're, just, they're not in a position to say So I'll, I'll read. I'll read a breakdown of of what it actually was uh Angeline Lily had posted a photo on Instagram saying she dropped her kids off at a gymnastics camp and that they all washed their hands before going in and that they were playing and laughing she included a hashtag saying business as usual the post immediately received backlash after people around the country uh, have been urged to stay home and practice social distance to lessen the spread of the coronavirus the comments the Marvel actor went on to say that the government has taken too much control and dismissed COVID-19 as a respiratory flu Some people value their lives over freedom. Some people value freedom over their lives. We all make our choices, she wrote. Where we are right now feels a lot too close to martial law for my comfort already and all in the name of a respiratory flu. Look, here's the thing. Don't be stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Listen, if medical experts and health experts in other countries are taking it this seriously you probably something to it yeah look i I get you want to still do stuff and you know in small groups and you know if you're careful and you're paying attention i get it but your kid at gymnastics camp with Mm -hmm. all those other kids touching all that shit and then coming home to you who then is probably not given so much of a fuck they're going to see all these other people yeah you just don't know so big groups like that, obviously not a good idea. And it's not just a respiratory flu. I think the statistic is the a regular common flu, on average, you infect like 1.3 people. Mm-hmm. Well, this one, I think it's like three people on average, one yeah. person can infect. So it just spreads like crazy. So it's just so dismissive. It, it baffles me. I, again, I just don't feel like they should be stating their opinions on this whole thing. They're That's not medical the experts. Thing. Neither are we. No, neither again, are we. Uh, we again, said that last podcast. Once again, 
do not turn to this podcast or any well there's some podcasts that are actual medical professionals yeah don't turn to a podcast like this for uh this information medical advice listen to the cdc listen to the world health organization point made though i just feel like they're kind of mentally in the dark when you have that much money nothing can touch you yeah so i feel like celebrities think they're just above certain things and having to worry about certain things yeah if i get it's kind of like i get sick i get sick i'm just gonna go to the doctor yeah because they can't afford it you can't now yeah because yeah but hey celebrities stop commenting on things you really don't need to comment on yeah that goes for you scarlett johansson (laughs) stop saying dumb shit about transgender roles and how you can play transgender just shut up just there's no hey think what you want no need to talk about it yeah because then you just get dragged on twitter and i'm tired of it clogging my timeline mm. <laughs> uh, uh next topic is going to be michael shannon on the uh warner brothers supergirl yeah so uh a little bit of history on well michael shannon he was zod and man of steel a great I th- actor I, th- I think a great actor and i think turned into pretty if somewhat over the top in some scenes pretty all-around good performance he yeah was recently in knives out as the kind of creepy like Walter Thrombey's creepy uncle. Yeah, he really is a real creepy <laughs> he, uncle. He was that. so good at that role. Though, He's great. And it makes me mad that he was. Have you seen there's a I think it's a funnier die video where it was a leaked email from like a college sorority? No. And Michael Shannon reads it and it might be the greatest like five minutes <laughs> ever committed to video because he goes all in and he's it's like such a peaceful setting too he's sitting on like a couch like a fireplace and he's got like a glass of like brandy <laughs> or something in his hand and he just he goes full michael shannon i could i can listen to michael shannon talk about anything all day oh he's scary dude he's scary he's, he's legitimately scary in the same breath funny i i i don't know yeah I'm, i like the guy though. but uh he was talking about how he hopes to be involved with warner brothers supergirl film mm-hmm. which is a film that's been rumored to be in development since i guess man of steel uh there's a kind of an easter egg in man of steel where superman goes to his version of the fortress solitude which is like a yeah. exploratory vessel from krypton mm-hmm. and there's all these pods with all these dead kryptonians in it one of the pods is open and empty. Yeah, and we, we'd like to imagine that's Kara Yeah, Zor-El there's or the theory that it's Supergirl, Kara Zor-El, his cousin. But uh, I, you know, um, is it okay if I read out the uh, the interview that he go for it? Please. So uh, he actually didn't even know about the Supergirl movie. Really? Yeah, uh, an Australian newspaper, the Gold Coast Bulletin, brought it up to him. He said, "Wow, that's interesting. I swear to God, I am not kidding. You are breaking this news to me." <laughs> 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 i'll have to look into that zod again i don't know it's been a while and i'm a little older and creakier now i'm not sure i could do all the moves <laughs> that like, is so awesome uh, I that is say so it's great. not been that long but it has almost been 10 years it's yeah been seven years well if you remember <laughs> i like when celebrities are so nonchalant and like don't really know anything about the franchise like jake gyllenhaal yeah in the marvel movies or the one he was in he doesn't know anything he, he was full on board with mysterio he's like i don't know what this fishbowl is for well, but we'll do I, it michael shannon has his own moment like that he essentially leaked doomsday before that suit that batman v superman trailer came out he was like yeah, they brought me back for this one, and I had like big flipper hands, and oh, I had like no. a big head on, and I was in a mocap suit. I think I'm Doomsday. He essentially said that, and I was like, "Oh, Michael Shannon." Uh, but hey, if it's in development, cool. 
uh yeah. can't be worse than the tv show i, I yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd i'd like to see it i'd like to see something different again uh i mean how much different can you get from superman and supergirl yeah but, well uh, I, there's versions of supergirl that you could do maybe they do like the power girl cloning cadmus story cool. arc maybe they use it as a chance to reintroduce superman with a different actor or reintroduce yeah. henry cavill superman as kind of a different version uh or just, you know, wipe your slate clean and do something new. Yeah. <laughs> or just make a good Superman movie. There's, you could do that first. That would have her cameo in that. Give her her own movie. If, more efficient. If people want to watch it. liked. Yeah, it's a real The Trench situation. Uh, but I, I would say I definitely am more interested in a Supergirl movie than a Trench movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's actually a character that people know. And, and she has complex story arcs. About. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that brings us to the end of scuttlebutt, scuttlebutt. Now it was our, off to a rough start it was off to a rough start i didn't think we were gonna make it I'll be no honest. i was i was having trouble this morning i we're thought good. for sure the sponsors are gonna pull our funding what is our sponsor oh do you want to hear our sponsor this week yes okay so we're gonna leave in a little space for a transition here and then i'll read out the sponsor this week's episode is brought to you by rotary telephones rotary telephones <laughs> okay bringing that old style classic feel to you you need to answer a call. You need to make a call. You need to knock someone's teeth out. Rotary telephones—the <laughs> only, uh, the only telephones for you. I hadn't even thought about our sponsors, to be quite honest. That I just came up with that off the top right of now. your head. <laughs> uh, but back to the show. Okay, so main our, segment. Yeah, the main segment this week is uh, is our favorite. I I I say favorite. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Some of our favorite, and I collected a few weird ones that i like mm-hmm. but our favorite bat suits or i guess uh, so are we going based off of favorite in terms of functionality or just looks or what's the criteria here i think it's just a, a list of different batman suits cool or versions batman. of batman yeah. that we like or enjoy for whatever reasons we choose um i'm gonna start this one off Please because go. i feel like this one is really interesting uh so in Batman Incorporated, they did a run where he was in France. I think it was like maybe two or three different issues. And uh, he recruits a, I guess, another Batman. A Batman of the world. The, the French Batman. Is his name? Night Runner. Oh, I was going to say Batget. Like Batget, <laughs> but go on. Uh, his story arc goes that uh, he was in the middle of a, what is it called? I can't think of the word. It's a riot. They were doing oh, protests and riots. I was going to say and, buffet. No. Oh. I would like to be in a buffet. Uh, but yeah, he ends up he ends up getting the crap beat out of him by the police. And uh, David Hine created Night Runner. It was to mirror the current social and political situations in the French projects, otherwise known as cliché souvois. I think I'm going to say that entirely wrong. It's a French phrase. So how does bear it, with how me. Is it spelled? Uh, it's like C L I C H Y dash S O U S dash b-o-i-s oh i'm not touching that with the, i wouldn't touch that with the 10 foot long <laughs> uh what i liked about this character his suit is like the spider-man version of it batman it does look like that so it's like it's basically just a t-shirt with like a black yeah. batman logo drawn on it and he kind of looks like a ninja yeah but his whole thing is like he's like a parkour guy yeah he's some parkour guy i liked it though because he's not in his element most of the time and he's trying to learn things as he goes he's not rich i assume yeah no no yeah. he has like zero money because yeah it's the french project yeah so um it, it's cool that they based this character off of real life events that is cool so 
that was one of my favorites but you can go and take uh, the next one i i'm gonna start with i figured we take it back okay way back to the Uh-oh. beginning and now i know what you're thinking you're thinking sean's gonna bring up the original batman 1939 detective comics issue whatever blah blah, blah. but no we're gonna take it back even farther okay. we're gonna go so for those of you who who might not know batman a lot of the time for many years he was just credited to being created by bob kane but bob kane didn't really do much yeah <laughs> he kind of came up with the name but that's about it so the other man who's responsible so it was bob kane and another guy called bill finger mm-hmm. bob kane went we should make a character named batman i'll get to work on that design and bill finger went okay cool bob i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> came back into the office bob had drawn a blonde man <laughs> with no like his face is only covered by a domino mask which is essentially like the most bare bones mask like mm-hmm. looks like he's wearing sunglasses yeah. essentially blonde man domino mask red i sh- love red that. long sleeve shirt uh tights kind of a utility belt mm-hmm. red pants boots and the biggest <laughs> stiffest bat wings you've ever seen it's so funny it looks so funny and then bill finger went uh bob that looks fucking terrible (laughs) let me fix this for you and then bill finger came up with the 1939 first appearance suit that you actually see Mm -hmm. and has kind of been the template for every other suit to come forward the the gray and the black with the utility belt and the ears and the Mm -hmm. gloves despite them being purple Uh, my my first time seeing the bob kane design weirdly enough i thought tinkerbell it is very it's almost like a like a whimsical magical it's like a broadway play yeah like student theater costume it it dates it so well Uh, it looks (laughs) terrible if you're watching this on youtube it's in the thumbnail but just google it we're gonna we're we're gonna work on putting a google yeah photo collection together of all these suits so Mm -hmm. you can have that open while you listen Mm -hmm. that way you're not just going off our Crap I, think, I think eventually if we start looking at articles and stuff too we'll start tagging those down we'll start below linking those look. either in the youtube description or in the spotify uh description for the yeah. episode but yeah that i i figured we'd start there and just say thank you to bill finger for fixing for it giving batman a design that's lasted essentially 80 years because yeah the main designs have not changed much it's no. still the gray and the black with the gloves the it looks sharp it looks great and i was really hoping the robert battinson i say battinson uh, suit would have the because the ears on the that ears that are, go outward they're at like a wide angle they're like at obtuse angles they're not kind of straight up yeah but i was really hoping they would have those ears but i i actually kind of like the ears they went with on the on the new they look good. suit yeah they, look, they good. look very good yeah um i'm gonna go ahead and pick one go for I'll, it i'm gonna go ahead and say uh the insider suit so this one i don't think has like a very prevalent being in the comics no but it, i do remember reading an issue with it though yeah. isn't it so it it lets him yeah. uh mimic the powers of like each member of the yes. justice league and, and it's, it's really cool because the whole thing is he can't do it for very long yeah uh it's it's almost like a really black spider-man suit it, uh, yeah, uh, with like the red suits eyes you pick so far and i think it's very telling of how big the spider-man are very spider-man yeah <laughs> uh i i think i just really like the agile looking design yeah. and like the ability to move i think it's based on like amazo technology yeah i can't is it really mm-hmm. that was just a guess I don't um remember. i believe it was amazo technology but yeah it's agile enough for gymnastics and uh he can survive a missile blast with this thing um it lets him quote unquote have access to the speed force 
I mean, you name it. So it's a really cool suit, and uh, I cannot tell you what run it's from. I really wish we I put that in my notes. But um, I'm going to find that out. We'll tag it down below. Okay. Uh, I'll go... I went, uh, this one might be a little bit more serious one of one I actually like and one that isn't just weird and crap. But uh, the Flashpoint Batman. Yes. Flashpoint Universe Batman. Uh, Flashpoint Universe was a run done, I believe, by Jeff Johns in Illustrate. I can't remember who it was. I want to say Jim Lee, but I don't think it was Jim Lee. Uh, but it's a, it was a kind of Flash universe-altering event where the Flash goes back in time to save his mom mm-hmm. and in doing so he disrupts the timeline that right. is the dc continuity so superman when he lands is taken in by the government and held as a prisoner aquaman and wonder woman are causing world war three between the mascara and atlantis mm-hmm. uh instead of bruce wayne's parents being killed in the alley bruce wayne is killed his mom becomes the joker and his dad becomes batman yeah except the batman that don't fuck around and don't take that shit because he just straight up shoots people right that suit is it's not very different than the kind of regular batman suit he's got he's got like a red circle behind the the symbol he's mm-hmm. got red eyes for most uh incarnation he there's a there's a run going on currently i think it's tom king is writing it where that Batman is now in the main continuity. Yeah. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things. I'm not caught up on Rebirth at well, all. Well, because they're trying to... It seems like they're trying to mesh it from, like... They're using the Doomsday Clock run to kind of put him in. That's what I noticed, but I could be wrong. I, I just know it was it was shown in Doomsday Clock. I haven't bought a single issue of Rebirth since... I have a couple. It started. Uh, I have a few from, like, Aquaman, Batman, and Nightwing, mm-hmm. but I've not kept up I've, it all looks good i've heard good things about tom king's run uh but yeah the the flashpoint it's got like he's got holsters and he's got just all kinds of real lethal weaponry it's fun to see that it's, it's kind of a good change from like this oh, i'll throw smoke bomb yeah, or whatever and just then, throw a grenade yeah <laughs> it, it's nice to see him do something different and i it was one i hoped we would see well the flash movie supposedly is going to be adapting the flashpoint story i'm scared it's going to be something way different than i'm scared it's going to be terrible or never come out which seems more likely at this point but that uh, one is stuck in development if i will since ben affleck isn't batman anymore i don't know if they'll even use the actor who portrays his father in yeah. batman, jeffrey dean morgan from supernatural if they don't hurry up he's gonna fall over he's gonna be 70 by the time they make this movie if they <laughs> even decide to include him yeah but I don't think they will anymore. Or they, that would be one of the biggest reasons for me to go see this movie. Or they will, and it'll end with him talking to Robert Pattinson's Batman. Which would be nice. Yeah. Because uh, there's a really heartfelt... I don't want to spoil it, but there's a really heartfelt moment at the end of... I keep looking at, at, the, the, at the recording computer. like it's another person. Well, look at them listening to us. I know. Look, just... at, look at their ears just a jiggling away. <laughs> but uh, there's a really heartfelt moment where... In the in the comic, Flash comes into contact with that version of Batman, mm. and he explains to him like, "So in my world or in your world, like my son is alive and is Batman." And he's like, "Yeah." And he's not a f- well. Sometimes he's a murderer, but he doesn't murder as many people as you do. He's not a mass. Well, he's a dick. Yeah. Well, a, this real, isn't working out yeah. so well. He's like, "Well, okay, here's this really sweet letter, and you never see what the letter says, but yeah. the Flash gives it to Bruce Wayne, and he's like." He cries. And yeah. it's, a, it's a sweet moment. It's, it's, a, it's, moment. A, it's a really cool moment. Yeah. And it's definitely worth it to, to create a story surrounding, yeah. uh, I think, that, that dynamic between father and son. Yeah. I think it's, I just, the, the suit itself also is just, it, it makes it very great. minimal changes, but it the changes serve the character. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, the sign of a good 
design change. Because right. sometimes they make design changes and it's just like, well, what if we gave him like a thousand pouches instead of just yeah. a utility belt? It's like, ugh. just dial it back. Yeah. Um, if we want to do like one more, you want to do one more? Or do we still have a lot more on this list? Because I, I have several. We we can do a bunch more. Yeah, because I'm trying to see how much time we have. We've only we've only been going for like 40 minutes at this point. Okay. Well then, uh, I'm gonna pick the Earth Two New Fifty Two suit. So not not the one. I know a lot of people reference the red one. It's got like a red V on it. Yes. It's, okay. Uh, it's not that one. Uh, I can show you a picture right here, just to kind of give you a reference, because I don't know that too many people like this one. It's gonna look like Earth Two New Fifty Two. Is it the? Is it? Does he have like the Eskrima like, sticks? And he's got like the no. Uh, if I could just find it here, I'm gonna go ahead and read the description. Okay. I'll find it here in a minute. Uh, but I like his suit and I like the story that goes with it. Um, in this version of Batman, his dad actually survives and his dad goes into hiding after it's been assumed that they were both murdered. The parents. Uh, he ends up using strength enhancing drugs to commit the murders of Joe Chill and other hitmen, and so like there's a lot of really intense internal conflict between him and his dad and uh yeah it's that okay yeah 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 it's um it's a really good looking suit it's sharp i think uh the logo looks really cool in the front it's not like a full bat it's almost like a kind of reminds me of the superman insignia yeah it's almost like that shield like it it, it's almost looks like the bat is under there but it's covered by like extra a lot of people compare it to the noel suit it does i like the the he's got almost like a thigh holster yeah uh that's a gun oh it's a gun so he's a murderer in, oh in this, that's uh, fun in this run and so oh yeah it sure is so Look the that. cool thing about it is he still has the same dynamic with um jim gordon oh really except like they're kind of like well you can kill people and we can't so we're gonna tell you where these guys are jim and gordon's go. down with it yeah wow. that's the whole so that's it's cool i'm gonna have to read that yeah i i I want to pick up a couple of uh, a couple more. Issues. I believe that suit is a DLC suit in Arkham Origins. Yeah, I believe. I could be wrong. Uh, if the one that I know that everyone references is still the red one with like yeah, the red I'm looking view. at that one right here. Yeah, but is that his dad in that universe? Uh, no, that's a, that's him. That's just a different run of the new. That's oh, before okay, new okay, okay. I got you. I like that suit as well. I always thought that one was like a different variation of the Thomas Wayne mm-hmm. Flashpoint suit. No, it's it's the. Uh, I like here's I'm noticing a pattern here. Batman looks really great with red, black yeah. and red, and that might that might be my next one. I didn't mean to cut. Did you have more to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no no no, that's fine. Okay, my next one is kind of a childhood fan favorite of mine, Batman Beyond. Yeah. Uh, we can get into this. Speaking of that DC Universe app, that show is on there as well. If you don't like the original animated series, mm-hmm. gotta love you some Batman Beyond. That get one was that was a great. Get show. you ready for that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven release. <laughs> uh, watch some Batman Beyond, but uh. No, I like it because it works in the setting. There's a story reason behind it. Yeah. And it it changes the design, but you still look at it and instantly go, that looks great, and I know it's Batman. Yeah. Like, uh, the for who who hasn't seen Batman Beyond? I think I think just about everybody we've grown up with has seen at that least show one episode. To some capacity. Yeah. yeah. So, but if you haven't, I'll explain the the kind of rundown of the show it's set in the same universe as batman the animated series which Mm -hmm. we came all over last week uh (laughs) still sticking here but uh it's in the future i think it's like 40 years in the future bruce wayne is in his 60s or 70s and he has this new advanced suit to help him fight crime because he's getting older he's slowing down right and one night he goes out and he's wearing the suit and it's still not enough and he 
has to almost shoot a criminal to keep from dying to keep him from killing him mm-hmm. and so at that point he retires and he's like well i'm, so, I'm done being batman someone's got to do it yeah i'm done be- well he 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 says no one ever again oh he says i'm done being batman no one's gonna be batman just fuck it essentially yeah uh alfred's gone in the show, you don't see Dick Grayson. Uh, Barbara Gordon is now the new Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. They hired her and they went, congratulations, you're the new Commissioner Gordon. Because your dad died. Because your dad is no longer here. But uh, yeah, it's great. And then uh, a plucky young kid ends up becoming Batman. Uh, Terry McGinnis. Uh, Batman Iron Man, kind of. Uh, given yeah, the, well, given the nature of the suit yeah and i think if you give batman stuff like because the suit has like invisibility it mm-hmm. has collapsible wings with jet boosters those are so cool it's got like this listening device in his fingers where he like puts his fingers on a wall and he can hear what's going inside like the whole building i don't know why i'm doing the shocker right now okay. <laughs> uh but he and he's got like infrared night vision and all that like all these fancy gadgets that if you give to batman in the modern day like regular original recipe batman it ruins the character it feels too op yeah and it feels too iron man it feels like he's just a guy in a suit but because it's the future it it he's kind of uh he still faced a lot of challenges yeah. he has to overcome. because of the future and because there's flying cars and because there's all this weird wacky sci-fi shit going on it fits perfectly it feels balanced if we ever get a live action adaptation of this movie <sighs> I'm gonna. There shit. was one in development, and I'm so upset that it never came to I fruition because it's, know. it is such a good. I uh, would like. I think a lot of people. I say a lot of people. Me and like twelve other nerds. Yeah. Are like, hey, bring Michael Keaton back and do Batman Beyond. That would be and great. And set it in the same universe. Well, the character that he plays in Knives Out. We're gonna reference this movie a lot because we're all over it right now. But um, the character that he plays in Knives Out would be like a perfect to me. Did you say Michael Keaton? Yeah. I'm an idiot. Who did you say? I thought who'd you Michael be? Shannon. <laughs> Because think about I would about love it. to see that though. Th- that would be great. I would love to see old Michael Shannon be like, you're not fucking Batman anymore. He's got just, this cane and everything. Like, that's what I'm saying. He'd be good. And he, you know, again, he's scary as hell. That would that would totally work. I could totally see that. Um, Give him like ten years. Age ten, him up a little bit. Ten years and he'll yeah. have it. Man, that guy's fucking scary. The one that I wanted to cover was it, it's more about kind of the the whole team as opposed to just the suit. I really do like the suit though. It's Batman three thousand yes um, so you know the story on that one uh isn't it set it's not three thousand years in the future but it's three thousand issues in the future or something something like that yeah it's um, the far future right yeah uh the whole thing is that cadmus which is like the genetic engineering yeah. company uh they had the genetic material of all of the justice league heroes and so they bring them back the only thing is, is that they all suffered significant memory loss from that process. Oh. And so it makes all the characters completely different. That's cool. Um, Batman and Superman hate each other. Oh, like they I love don't that. get along. Uh, there, there's actually a really cool uh, frame where you see like Superman, his eyes are heated up and he's really trying to like, or he, they're not heated up. He's obviously mad. And uh, he's like, I'm going to kill you with my, my heat vision. And Batman goes, well, you don't have heat vision anymore because the whole thing messed you up yeah so uh that's, that's cool. cool another thing is this is entirely worth it you've got color-coded notes there yeah everything is color because oh, i'm trying i need to make sure i have everything i even put joker <laughs> castings in here which we're probably not going to do today like i'm so overly prepared it's all that on one doc yeah it's oh all my god look this. <laughs> look, you look like you're a student halfway through a class i was so excited for this oh podcast oh my gosh um oh my god look at the level we gotta turn the game down or something <laughs> they're gonna get annoyed with us um 
other things is like the flash he doesn't have his anti-friction aurora so it's like artificial it's embedded in his suit so like he can't oh, that's interesting um there's another one green lantern he can't he came back as a living incarnation of emerald energy and he uses a cloak to like manifest and manage all that energy oh, so he he looks, he looks the coolest like the out of every probably yeah, he yeah, looks the coolest out of all badass. of them um but yeah they they all look great uh, I like the dynamic between all these characters. I know this is kind of supposed to be about the suit. I'll get into the suit right now. Um, it really resembles the Flashpoint Batman Once suit. Once again, coming back to it, red and black. Red and black. Always looks great good. look. Yeah. Uh, he's got kind of different weapons. He's actually got claws, if you can see there on his... Oh, I uh, like it when Batman has claws. Yeah, he's got claws. The logo is something reminiscent of like kind of the BBS It is Batman. very big. That'll be That'll be our next one. But I think that suit is unlockable in Arkham Knight. Yeah. But I think only on some... I don't I think like it's the way it looks on... in Arkham Knight, though. Really? It kind of looks dumb. It's too, like, rubbery looking. Oh, I feel you. But uh, I still like the suit, and I think it's a, an interesting run for anybody who's interested. Yeah. That sounds that's super interesting. I like that one. I, there's a, There really is a theme here. Yeah. If you're going to change Batman's suit, you got to give him red. Uh, But I cut... This is kind of a two-parter. Uh, I'll start with dark knight returns uh and then i'll go into the bbs suit because they're they're essentially the same yeah kind of suit in a way right but dark knight returns frank miller 1986 kind of the template for travis just created a puddle with water with well water. It's, it's the bottom it's the residue from my cup it's condensation condensation uh no travis just threw water all over the room he's throwing a fit <laughs> uh but no uh dark knight returns frank miller 1986 uh kind of the modern character archetype for batman these days because yeah before that kind of in the 60s and the 50s he turned into this really campy kiddish cartoon yeah. of a character even in the comics uh and then the 70s came around and writers like denny o'neill kind of brought him back to being more serious and dark and more of a detective and then frank miller came along in 1986 and just he went all the way with it. He was like, fuck it. Batman's in his 50s. Yeah. He's just, he's got a tank. Uh, he's mad. He's he's 260 pounds and six foot four if he's a day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, th that suit, uh, it's more of the design than the suit. Because the suit itself is, the really only thing that stands out about it is the how big the emblem is in yeah. the short years. And I, I do like that about that yeah. suit. It, uh, he, Dark he Knight just, Return looks awesome. He just draws him like a... I think Ben Affleck just, and that's the inspiration for the Ben Affleck Batman. Just the fridge. Yeah, he's he's a heavyweight boxer in the in the last round. Like, mm -hmm. he's he's uh, he's a bear in a yeah. Batman suit essentially. But uh, that's also on DC Universe. Uh, Dark Knight yes. Returns. Oh so yeah. If you're interested in watching the if you the want a movie, great the two part movie. Yeah, if you want a great animated Batman content, watch Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two. Mm -hmm. And it's a little weird. I'll be honest with it. Yeah, it's kind of strange. They're, they they. Because it came out in the eighties, there's a lot of made up future eighty. Because it's sort of set in the eighties, but it's also like the future. Well, because they still kind of stick with like the animated series tone, in my opinion. It's still this very like Art Deco style, yeah. but it's run down and gross. Because yeah, you know, it, think it's... like RoboCop. Yeah, like it's the RoboCop future where it's like got an eighties aesthetic, but it's like the year twenty, the year twenty forty whatever. But it's the eighties. But yeah, my dad just sneezed so much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then that leads me into the Ben Affleck suit, which I'll be honest, 
Say which one about the Ben Affleck Batman. I like him a lot. I, I like every suit they've come up with for him so I, far. So, do you want to talk about all of them? Yeah, sure, well, why not? So, I mean, because he's only got, what, like four or five? He's got the most suits out of any actor, which Which is crazy. Which I li- <laughs> So, the original suit, the one in BBS, mm-hmm. I think it's the best on-screen yeah. Batman suit of all time. I think the ears could be a tad bit longer. Not they're so kinda, wide. They, they're very wide. They're short and stubby, which again is the Dark Knight Returns mm-hmm. style. And then in Dark Knight Returns, Batman also wears that giant mechanized armor mm-hmm. that he uses That's to fight Superman. So awesome. Which shows up in Batman v Superman. Right. Just not a good movie. Sorry. If you don't like the movie, we're not analyzing the movie. Yeah. So you can move on. That'll be a different episode, but probably not. I don't even want to touch that. I, yeah. I'll, I'm scared. I'll go over the Ben Affleck <laughs> Batman, but I will not touch Batman v Superman as a movie. For it's... fear of being sent anthrax in the mail by Zack Snyder fans. <laughs> God forbid I say anything negative about <laughs> Zack Snyder. Uh, but yeah, the, the, that fight, I think, sucks in that movie, mm-hmm. the MBBS. But I wish there was more to it. Yeah, it's not very long. He, he just kind of, you know, hits him with a sink, and then he, he does it with gets mad sink. about his mom or something. Yeah, but, Jesus Christ. But uh, <laughs> the suit in that looks amazing. And yeah. part of it's practical, part of it's CGI models. Like the behind the scenes photos and like videos they yes. have for that, it looks like that production was pretty intense. Yeah. So I respect the visual side. Oh, it of looks it, amazing. It look, yeah, it looks great. He just can't. I say he, Zack Snyder. Yeah. I know we're not going to get into this. We might. Sounds like we're to. getting into it. He just can't. He can't. <laughs> there was write. a compelling story reason for that fight to happen in that. Yeah. Movie, is the only problem I have with it. But yeah, and then he has that awesome fucking trench coat desert suit yes which is the original suit he wears with like a it looks great i would have paid any amount of money to see that more of that and i think that's what his plans were for justice league's like one two and three or whatever mm-hmm. is that's the other thing i feel like every other week Zack snyder tweets out some cryptic shit that's like oh i had this planned and i had eight movies planned and green lantern and martian manhunter and all this shit's gonna sh-. hey man didn't happen just let it go yeah. just let it go wait 10 years make a documentary yeah but they uh, got enough yeah but I, that that desert suit mm-hmm. is bad it's got goggles he's got a gun it's so good looking. he's got like cargo pants on i'm just thinking imagine <laughs> the story that goes along with uh, that outfit because there's well, uh the one where he's got like the motorcycle or like the dirt bike there's a comic run yeah year zero yeah year zero is a scott snyder run from the new 52 but it's very much that snyder's yeah. in there yeah except scott snyder actually can tell a story yeah Got him. <laughs> Got him. Sorry, Zack Snyder. I do, Zack like, Snyder. I do like some of your movies, Zack Snyder. I think Watchmen and Man of Steel are pretty good. Oh, and 300. Hey, Zack Snyder, stop writing stories. Just adapt them. Yeah. I solved your problem. Cinematog- he, I think he's more of like, as a cinematographer, it's kind of- He's a visual director. Yeah. Is, which- That's fine. Yeah. And if you've got I'd a good way. script to balance you out, that works. Mm-hmm. But if you're Chris Terrio and Zack Snyder writing a script, you got shit. Yeah. But uh, I think the story for that setting is- Superman turns to the anti-life equation. I think I don't know where like Wonder Woman and Aquaman are. Got to be dead, right? Probably dead. I would assume. Yeah, they are dead. Actually, mm-hmm. the only ones left are Batman, Flash, and like Cyborg. Half of Cyborg. Yeah. And I think they're they're working on sending Flash back in time. Yeah, I think is the story for that. But or supposedly the story that was supposed that. to be their version of. But I would have way rather seen that than the Justice League yeah. movie we got. That well, sounds ten times more interesting. And you look at some of the uh, not that it would have made the movie any better. We really did get into this. Um, <laughs> not that it made the movie any better, but um, you look at some of the frames from like what Zack Snyder did versus Joss Whedon. What 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 are you doing, man? Yeah, like I don't know. that that whole movie is a mess. And we can get into that way later. Yeah, 
Um, I'm gonna hit on one suit, Batman One Million. I'll have you take a look at it. Real I've quick. seen it. Yeah, you've seen big, it? The big shoulder. The shoulder pads look so goofy. Yeah. Uh, but I, love it, I like the the face mask that yeah, he has. Yeah, where he like doesn't have a face essentially. Yeah. The whole story with that one. Um, he's on a prison planet of Pluto. So Pluto is a prison planet, and um, I guess with the aid of a laughing virus, there's a criminal that. What's up? That's the one that's one million issues in the future. Not that, okay. million years. That's what I was thinking of earlier. Sorry. And it, it's a really cool story, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, so there's a rebellion. Uh, eventually, they end up killing 15,000 children. Oh my God. And yeah. Uh, so many committed suicide. Others went insane. But one swore to never let a tragedy happen again. And he became the... Because he knows like there's been Batman in the past. Oh, okay. And so he became the... Do you know like who it is? Like his name or anything? Um, I didn't get that. Oh, which okay. you think would be important i hope not i think it'd be cool. i didn't i didn't think they put a name down i i looked on like several wiki pages and you know did I my research i don't know anything about that i know but i've I seen see a, a name. suit before because i think it's DLC i don't think Origins. he was given a name i hope not i hate it when it's like i hate stories where it's like young yeah. boy named blah blah billy yeah uh, madison billy... <laughs> Where it's like the grandson or the great great grandson of the the main hero you know, and it's like yeah. okay, it's like you don't have it's to. Do a, this. You're just trying to make the same character. But yeah, yeah. I like I like it when they are like just some rando, mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars. But um, <laughs> I'm I kind of want to. Should we run down the whole list? Um, well, because I've only got what like two more. One, not super important. The other one, kind of cool, I guess. Do you want to do two more each? Yeah, we can do two okay. more. Okay. How much time are we at? Oh, we're we're barely at an hour. Okay, so we can we can take about we 15 can, more minutes. Yeah. We'll talk about games and that'll be our yeah. their cast. Um the next one I'll do. Oh no. Oh, it didn't even pick it up. Okay. So we're, we're good. good. I'll edit that out. Uh the next one I'll do is uh I I'm tr- I'll, I'll I'll do Gotham by Gaslight next. Yes. Go ahead. Gotham by Gaslight is one of those DC Elseworlds, which is a, a subset of DC stories that are told in alternate universes where they just make a couple little changes to the characters of the setting. Gotham by Gaslight is a Batman detective story where I think it's, I don't think it's London, but I think it's like Gotham. It's like Victorian Gotham. It's like Victorian era Gotham, and he's hunting down. Jack the Ripper has come to Gotham, mm-hmm. and Batman has to hunt him down. Uh, and it's great. So yeah. That, that suit it's it's like a big victorian era cloak with the high collar yeah and you can see the stitching on the mask it's so good looking and like he's just built like a fridge as well it uh i'm bringing this up just because i think it's a good comparison the way that the pattinson suit looks yeah the stitching yeah and he's also kind of got a collar as well it's not yeah. nearly as high as the gotham by gaslight design they, they had to have pulled from this a little bit oh at least I, somewhere you can definitely see where they pulled from like mm. 10 different suits but yeah, it, that suit, I think it looks great in most, when most artists draw it, just because it's a good design, but it looks spectacular when Mike Mignola, Mignola, Hellboy creator, Mike Mignola. Okay, yeah. I always say his fucking name wrong. It's like M-I-G-N-O-L-A. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's Mignola or Mignola. I think well, it's Mignola. He can correct us if you ever yeah, watch Yeah, Mike this. Mignola, whatever your name is, <laughs> you're listening uh sorry about the new hellboy movie we can't get names today we can't do anything i can't get names ever <laughs> i have my own name written on my hand right now i'm over here trying to read french <laughs> uh but yeah yeah i think um 
I think it's a great looking suit. I think it's more practical. You know what it's I mean? It's very practical because he's got the big cloak for when it's cold. His utility belt has like very few pouches on it, but he's mm-hmm. got a knife in there and he's yeah. got like a gas powered grappling gun. He's got like big high boots. Like it looks cool. Yeah. Like I think it, it's one of like the cooler alternate suit designs of the whole, like of all. Yeah. Batman designs. It, it's for sure unique. Yeah. I wanted to bring one up. Uh, this one is not going to be as long as my last one. The has bat suit, not hazmat suit. Has I have seen suit. the suit in mere panels. Yeah, and it looks cool. It's probably the same panel over and over again. Too. I know nothing about the story of which it uh, involves. I didn't want to get too much into it. I didn't really care for the story about it. Oh. Um, I do like know that. that it protects from gas and viruses. That's fun. Such as the coronavirus, yeah. which we brought up about four times now. Speaking of, that's time for our next sponsor. This week's. A sponsor, another sponsor is the coronavirus. Uh, stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It, it's like an improv conversation. It's it's an improvisation. Some sort of improvisation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it's a cool looking suit. Um, of course, it just he can take a punch from Superman with that one too. That so, seems like a feature he should put into all his suits. I'll yeah. be honest. Because it seems pretty necessary in most cases. He seems to, for Batman and Superman being best friends, he seems to really be scared. They seem to punch each other a lot. (laughs) Um, Alright, so what's yours? What you got? I am torn. You pick, I'll read out two names. Okay. You pick which one you want me to talk about. Batman Zuran R or the Kingdom Come suit. I've seen the Kingdom Come, so go with the first one. So Batman Zuran R. Uh, oh, and I, I know that one too, but I know nothing about it. Okay, so basically, I'll just describe the suit first, then I'll give a little crazy context. It's I don't even know where to begin. It's red, yellow, purple. So it's like he's got a purple cape. He's got like a red torso with like yellow arms. He's got a utility belt. He's got red pants, purple boots. He looks like a thundercat. He looks like he's made out of garbage. Um, but it's uh, in in some versions. I think in the original, he it came about in the fifties or sixties when Batman visits an alternate planet. It's kind of like Batman becomes Superman. Yeah, like he goes to another planet and bat- regular Batman has superpowers. But then there's a Batman on that Earth that dresses like this mm-hmm. that doesn't, and so it's it's like this weird alternate planet version. I'm gonna have to give that one a read. It's super weird. There's a great episode. Shout out to a really underrated animated Batman show, Batman the Brave and the Bold. Is that on DC Universe? It's on DC Universe. Oh, and so is uh, the Gotham by Gaslight movie. Yeah. Which is totally fine. It's not great. It's, but it's, it's okay. all right. Yeah. You get to see the suit, and it looks terrible in that movie. But look, just look up the Mike Mignola uh, drawings. But there's a there's an episode of Batman the Brave and the Bold with that suit. But then there's another run, um, I think by Grant Morrison, that's more recent. I think it's pre-New 52, so like mid-2000s, where Batman's are an R is... Uh, Batman is so prepared in this version, regular Batman, mm-hmm. that he has, in case he like uh, mentally breaks and has like a mental breakdown, he has created an alternate personality that he will become so regular Batman can recover. That's insane. And he becomes this crazy trash made batmans are an art person <laughs> and it's the dumbest fucking thing i've ever read but it was interesting to say the least uh i've got one here 
It's the Batman Thrasher suit. That and one it, is cool. It's really cool looking, except I sometimes think it looks like a giant trash can. It is very trash can-esque. <laughs> um, but at its core, it's basically his version of the Iron Man armor. Yeah. Uh, story here goes is that uh, they were in Wayne Manor and the Talons show up because they found, I guess, where the Batcave was. Yeah, the Court of Owls. Uh, I think this is maybe the climax of the Court yeah. of Owls story. Maybe. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, and they have to hide in the cave's armory. And so, in order for him to get out, he has his exosuit, and he combats the talons. But it's a cool-looking suit. Apparently, it kicks ass. So. Yeah. Uh, it features in the animated movie Batman versus Robin? Um, there's a good chance. It's Don't either quote us on that. Batman versus Robin or Son of Batman? It's not in Son of Batman. It's not. So, so it's, it's Batman versus Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in that one. But yeah, it's a, it's a great-looking suit. I really enjoyed it. Um feel free to take a look at that one too if you haven't read uh court of owls yeah court of owls is a great run you can get all the volumes uh that story arc is finished up and Mm -hmm. definitely recommend it but uh i'm gonna do a fun one okay this will be my last one we didn't get to all the ones but that's okay we'll come we'll we'll we can always come back to these we'll revisit uh i'm gonna there's a story i don't remember when this is set if i think it's pre new 52 but essentially batman and dark side are going at it mm-hmm. and uh dark side shoots batman with his omega beams which are these like laser eyes that he has you. and they're like heat seeking and they like once they locked onto you you can't escape them yeah batman gets hit with them and seemingly dies like superman is literally holding a skeleton with a batman costume on it yeah cut to uh i don't remember when the next like this the actual story started but cut to bruce wayne waking up in prehistoric caveman era yep and essentially batman has to fight his way through time to get back through the modern day or to the modern day and he he goes through a number of costumes yeah most notably my favorite there's a good there's a few good ones in there there's a few good ones in there god Dang it, Steve. My dad sneezed again. It sounded like a gunshot. Uh, he starts with a caveman version. It's essentially, he's killed a, a giant bat. Yeah. He has skinned it, and he's wearing his pelt as a mask and cape. That is, you have to think, in like, for as hard as Batman goes, that's pretty hard. That's pretty up there. <laughs> in terms of maybe the coolest thing he's ever done. Yeah. Killing a giant bat. You'd think he would tame and ride the giant bat. Nah. No, murdered it with a rock, I think, or a rotary telephone. <laughs> Which is still the sponsor? Use episode. promo code Rotary. Backcorps for 20% off your rotary telephone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that the joke we're going with? I think. Okay. I don't think it hit. I'll put it in my notes. Uh, But then he, <laughs> he, he wears that for a few issues, and then he's like, he's working his way through time periods. I think he gets getting moved up little by little. He, he's a pirate at one point. That one's cool. That one has a pretty fucking cool suit. Uh, he's a cowboy. I like the cowboy one. He's uh, he's like a Victorian. Not Victorian. He's like a colonial settler. That one looks really, really cool. It, like, he's got like that. It's almost like a fedora looking thing. Yeah, he's got that. You know, Whenever you draw pilgrims as a kid, you give him that hat with the buckle on it. Yeah. He got that, but it's like more Batman-esque. Mm-hmm. And then he's like a 1920s detective. That's the one I was talking yeah. about with the fedora. Yeah. I don't know why. Pilgrims in 1920s. I don't 1920s. know what that hat is called. Uh, the pilgrim's hat. 
Is I, it just I, a pilgrim hat? I, I would, yeah, I guess okay. so. He's he's Batman's wearing a big cornucopia on his head, uh, <laughs> but no, he that wrote I can't remember the name of the room. I literally have it in the other room, uh, but just look at some of those designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, those to me was like that's super creative. Yeah, I was like that looks cool. I wanna I wanna go ahead and read the 1920s one. I think that'll be a, yeah. a fun. Comic I'll let read. you if you wanna you can borrow the whole. Volume. Oh, you have it. Yeah, I have okay, it. Yeah, then I'm for yeah. sure gonna borrow it tonight. Um. I guess from here we're gonna move on to our uh, next segment. Our next segment, uh, uh, which we now have an intro for. Yeah, which we're gonna, we'll, we'll insert. We're gonna play it now with movie magic. <laughs> no, let me play one more game. Um, I'm gonna say first. I w- want to thank our friend. Can I say his name? You yeah, think, he'd be fine we'll with. It. We'll we want to thank our friend out. Brad. Um, because this is a clip from when we were like what almost sophomores we would have been like juniors in high school 16 or 17 we were really young i say really it wasn't that we're still fairly young we're still fairly young it's younger than we are now yeah um but he was he was just complaining about wanting to play a game but we appreciate you letting us use this man it was a really funny thing and we're glad to put it in here yeah and we're not paying you a damn thing yeah if this ever (laughs) becomes successful i will take you to like Chuck E. Cheese or Where something. Where does he like to eat? Where does Brad like to eat? Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, you're right. I think. Yeah. We'll get there, you a Chuck E. Cheese gift We'll card. get him something. Uh, But yeah. Uh, So now we're going to move on to some of our favorite games. What we've been playing. Yeah, our favorite games, what we've been playing this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing a lot of State of Decay 2. Mm-hmm. Just in preparation for when the world ends here in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there will be zombies this time around, but... I think it'll be something different. I think it'll just be like dead a lot of emptiness and bacteria to clean up a uh, real i am legend situation yeah but even that has weird terrible cgi vampires yeah have you seen the have you seen the frame for that where like the dude's in like a green yeah. suit he's got the puppet that yeah. looks so funny yeah but i mean in state of decay 2 i don't have to kill my dog at least yeah spoilers oh my God. <laughs> but uh i've been playing a lot of state of decay 2 it's on game pass uh if you like kind of base building and survival zombie games it's definitely worth a look mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know uh so these aren't games that have been playing throughout this week but these are just games that i think we both really love uh i'm gonna throw a couple out there that i know you probably don't like uh the first one is gonna be red dead 2 that, that i don't like well this is one that you do like there's oh. two in here that you don't like oh okay um but red dead 2 i think playing it here pretty recently I mean, what can we not say about it's that great. game? It's a great game. It's a bit slow in parts. Yeah. But it's definitely a more story driven than like It's emotional. Yeah, it's, it's sad. And I feel like everybody who does a podcast has already gotten to this, so I'm sure we can't go too far into yeah. it. But it's it's been a great game if you, if haven't, you haven't played, played it, it. Get get to it. It's probably on sale somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. What you got? Uh I've also been playing a lot of uh battlefield 5 reluctantly mm-hmm. the love-hate relationship with that game because it's not very good but it does look incredible and some of the they have new kind of pacific front dlc maps out it's world war ii multiplayer you, you all know what battlefield is if you're listening mm-hmm. to this you know what battlefield is yeah uh the pacific maps are cool um yeah playing a little bit of Warzone as mm-hmm. well Call of Duty. We've both been playing that one together. It, it's it's hit or miss. Um, I, there's some nights where I'm like, man, I really love this Warzone game mode, and then the next night I'm kind of like, well, this is boring. Yeah. I, I think you just kind of have to get on in a good time. I don't know, but 
uh, I still play a lot of Search and Destroy even on my own. The, yeah. gu- the gunfight thing that they added, the game mode, is the best thing they could have added for that Gunfight game. is fun. I-, I never have a bad time playing it, so. I, it depends on the weapons you get. Mm-hmm. In gunfight, that MG34 machine gun is yeah. the worst thing to ever be put in a video game. It's so terrible. I, um, I don't like the fact they put that in there. The crossbow in that game is not fun to use. I don't know why they, yeah. Uh, it's not satisfying. Oh, no, like look at like Black Ops. Yeah, those crossbows are fun. The Whenever you boom. get hit markers, you're like yes. But in this, it's like oh, I got a hit marker with a crossbow. Cool. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm like shooting a toothpick at someone as opposed yeah. to like an arrow. That's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, um, with those big meaty claws, but also <laughs> big meaty uh, like in Rambo. Whenever you shoot those giant yeah. tipped arrows, that's what I fucking want. <laughs> Give me that Call of Duty. Um, I'm gonna add one more in here. Outer Worlds. Oh, I'm actually in the middle of re-downloading that one right now. I have that sitting on my computer. I'm in. I literally I beat it once, and then I got like I want to say I'm like sixty percent of the way through on a second playthrough, and then I got mm-hmm. distracted, either with school or a different game, mm-hmm. and I want to go back to it uh, again because it's great. The the art style for these games by Obsidian. Oh. And now, I guess it's now Bethesda because they have the Fallout 4 franchise. Or not Fallout 4, just the Fallout franchise. I love this retro futurism style that all of these games have. Yes. With your loading screens, with your promotion. It's like this this whole vintage looking thing, but it, it's so drastically different from one another, even though they use the same theme. You would love, I say love, you would probably really like Bioshock. Mm-hmm. I, d- I have played Bioshock Infinite a little bit. Yes. That is very much in the style of that kind of not 1950s Americana. It's probably more like late 1800s, early 1900s mm-hmm. Americana look and feel. But it has a great style in that vein. Mm-hmm. You, you, I, Infinite, Infinite, I think does it better than one and two. One and two, there I've watched all the cutscenes because i tried to play them and mm-hmm. i was like these i do not care for these controls and yeah i was like maybe i'll get it on pc and it'll be better than mouse and keyboard and then i was like i'm not buying this again yeah how much is it on pc right now i have no idea infinite is constantly on sale on pc for it's like, on game pass too i think yeah and i think no i think we own it yeah i, I owned it game I, I bought it and then i think it's on game pass as well uh i'm sure on steam it's i don't think i've seen it for more than like fifteen dollars mm-hmm. like constantly on sale. it's like just cause three or four where they're constantly on sale mm-hmm. like all the time but yeah that's another one of those where it has that past like vintage look mm-hmm. but yeah but we want to thank everybody for listening the 12 of you that listen yeah so uh, far <laughs> um i'm kind of hoping we grow our audience quickly i know that's kind of a lot to ask for it'll take a little while we'll get there yeah um, well, especially should, if we're consistent yeah we're gonna try and upload at least once a week hopefully on sundays sundays may be our best thing just so yeah. everyone kind of has the rest of the week to get to it yeah um, um if you want you can follow us on twitter yeah at uh rooftop mumble at rooftop mumble uh we have a youtube channel it's literally just rooftop mumble the rooftop mumble but it's just uh, our videos are just the podcast yeah. with a thumbnail and the thumbnail will vary from time to time yeah. so at least you'll have something different to look at yeah um, we'll try and make 
decent looking ones. Travis yeah. is much better at Photoshop than I am, but I I, I okay. still got a little little few tricks up my sleeve from well, high school. Yeah, you you actually made a logo for me in high school. I did, and, and then I used it twice, and then deleted that account. Yep, <laughs> that's where all my hard work went. But uh, no, uh, yeah. But if you know, you can follow us on Spotify as well. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm gonna try and get it uploaded to the Apple Podcast app. Okay. As well as maybe SoundCloud. SoundCloud shouldn't be an issue. I think SoundCloud is pretty chill to upload to, but yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we appreciate Um, you guys listening. um, Goodbye forever. Goodbye. (laughs) 